Well, guys, um, it's that time of year again. School is about to start. And that means that Better With Books is not going to be airing once a week as it has been for the past couple of months. I will be continuing to read books and to write episode scripts and maybe even to record, maybe possibly even publish, but no guarantees and probably it's not going to happen. So I guess this will be the last episode for a little while. Um, I hope you guys stay subscribed and keep recommending and listen back to some old episodes if you feel like hearing my voice again. I don't know why you would, but enjoy this last episode, episode 26. Episode number 26, Constraints Free Us. I'm Roots, host and producer and general doer of all the work for this podcast. There's this really cool book some of you might have seen on my social media a while back called Dictionary Stories by Jez Burroughs. It's unique in that the author wrote the book using only sample sentences from dictionaries. And you can tell as you read it. Because the short stories and the poems in the book are strange. They don't read like normal narratives. They read, oddly, more like unfiltered human thoughts rather than stories. They're stilted sometimes, random, awkward, probably much the way you sound in your own head. Certainly the way I sound in my head. But anyway, the reason I got interested in making a podcast about this book is I started thinking about constraints. Jez Burroughs put a lot of constraints on himself when writing this book. He eliminated all other possible sentences he could have included in his book to only leave available the fraction of a percentage that were the sample sentences in dictionaries. And what was the result? A curious collection of stories, each unique, each random, each beautiful in its own way. So these constraints he put on himself, as strict as they were, gave rise to one of the most creative books I've ever read. One of my favorite quotes on this topic is from Dune, and it goes, Seek freedom and become captive of your desires. Seek discipline and find your liberty. Basically, if you set out with no clear goals in mind, or if your only goal is to put no limits on yourself, then you'll get lost. You'll accomplish nothing. But in structure and discipline, simply knowing what you want and the way you're going to get at it, you'll find the process by which you can achieve your goals. In fact, there are multiple studies showing this, showing that giving yourself rules to follow or accepting rules given to you by someone or something else boosts creativity, leading to more creative works. One example was a study where participants were split into two groups and asked to write two-lined rhymes. The first group was given nouns that they had to use. The second group was allowed to use whichever nouns they wished. And, can you guess? The panel of judges found that the rhymes from the restricted group were more creative. But that can't be the whole story, right? There's the other extreme. I'm sure we can all think of artists and writers and others who put little or no restrictions on themselves and still produce outstanding work. They let their ideas take control and give those ideas and inspirations all the time and energy and materials they need to create. My favorite person like this is Malcolm Gladwell. You would be hard-pressed to tell me what Malcolm Gladwell actually writes about. Sociology? Yeah, I guess, mostly. But also politics and marketing, and history and personal development. In fact, 
I'd argue that his influence is the reason the topics covered in this podcast are so all over the place. The closest I've come to defining Gladwell's work is that he finds good ideas in ordinary situations, defines those ideas, then shows us how to apply those ideas back into everyday life. He's a spreader of good ideas, ideas we never noticed before, things to be fixed that we didn't even think could be fixed. My issue with him is that he moves on to the next idea way too quickly. Each book is different. Each podcast episode usually doesn't mention the last one. He never sticks to any one idea. He always moves on. He leaves us to figure out what to do with those ideas, which infuriates me because he would be the best president ever, in my opinion. But no, he's out there finding new ideas instead of working with the ones he already found. But enough complaining about Mr. Gladwell. He is great at what he does. Let's instead talk about me. As you might have learned from the last episode, I have a problem with being interested in too many things and not being able to constrain myself only to a few topics or hobbies. I grew up going to the library once a week and picking out three or four books each time, and I remember very clearly the section that I'd find my books in. There was a whole three or four shelves worth of books of a series for young readers about all sorts of topics, everything from botany to how cars work to Nepal. And I remember a long period of time when pretty much all I read were those books. And now I wonder, why? Why did my little kid self find interest, first of all, in nonfiction, and second of all, in such a wide variety of topics? Why didn't I stick to one or two subjects? Now that I think about it, why do I still today find trouble pinning down my interests and focusing on one or two subjects slash projects? But then again, maybe I'm more of a Malcolm Gladwell than not. Maybe my ever-shifting interests are simply a part of how my brain works, and I should just embrace that and work with it. Maybe this is why podcasting is a good career choice for me, because it would enable me to pick whatever topic I want and go as in-depth as I wished. Maybe the constraints I need to find liberty, as the quote said, can come from other parts of my life like my daily routine, or my affinity for wearing solid-colored t-shirts and drinking the same tea every day, or my obsessively detailed calendar and my ordered-by-size bookshelves. Maybe, I don't know, but it would be great if this worked, maybe we only need constraints in one area of our life. To be truly free, you have to build discipline and structure and goals into your life. We probably all agree on that. Some predictability and rules are healthy. But maybe no matter which aspect of our lives we fit that discipline into, be it at home or at the office, in our diet or exercise routines, by being obsessively neat or chaotically messy, if we structure our recreational time or our email time, if we fit discipline into one or two of these areas of our lives, maybe it'll be the constraints we need for us to be more creative in other aspects of our lives. Maybe the discipline bleeds over. Even if we go to the office and not set any rules for ourselves and our projects, maybe the influence of, say, our morning routine will help our brains think in terms of constraints and thus make us more creative than we otherwise would be. Anyway, that's all just speculation, just me rambling about a theory I literally just came up with out of the blue. But it's obvious, rules and structure, they're our friends. Whether in our leisure time or in our office job, or in our creative hobbies. You pick. And make sure you pick. Or 20 years from now, you'll find yourself floating in place having achieved none of the things you'd wish to. 
Near the end of Dictionary Stories, there's a poem with the lines, Difficult is not impossible. The journey from youth to maturity. And you know what? Most of that transition is about learning limits. What can and can't be done realistically. What you can and can't be. Where you can and can't go. What you can and can't wish for for the seemingly immense rest of your life. We grow up. We learn that unicorns aren't real. And half of the things we want to be, we just can't. And then we're told that these restraints are helpful. Growing up is learning that discipline is, in fact, helpful, even though it might take us a while to believe that. The theme music for this episode is a track called Melt by Broke for Free. You can find him on Spotify and on Free Music Archive. I highly recommend listening to his stuff. <laughs>